Thought Bubble Audio. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. We're back. We're back. Man, I didn't think we'd be away that long. Oops. This is still our show about the things we love and hate and love to hate. To yeah. be clear. And it turns out right now we love an extended hiatus. <laughs> the show is at its best when we don't force it. So. It's true. It's true. We've entered our vibes era on this podcast. Yeah. Vibes only. Vibes only. Nothing but vibes. Um, and boy, howdy, are we here to bring you some vibes today. We are. Because our favorite event of the year took place over the weekend. What event could that possibly be? Was it the Royal Windsor Horse Show? <laughs> that was taking place in our hearts. But on our televisions was the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, it was. And we were together for it. We were. We didn't get to watch it together last year, did we? Um, yes, we did. I came up. You came up. Okay. That was our big reunion after a whole year apart. Right. I think. Right. You don't remember. Well, you know. Good God. I keep forgetting that this year is 2022. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, losing wow. 2020 like really threw off the balance of the Eurovision mm-hmm. universe as far as my mm-hmm. sense of time is concerned. Yeah. At any rate, the contest was this weekend. We threw a watch party. Mm-hmm. And it was fun because we had a lot of first timers, which I don't think we've really done in, in our Eurovision hosting so far. Not besides like your husband. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I wouldn't say he counts. <laughs> well, yeah, we... Really overdid it on the food. We had a theme. We went we overdid it as much as we thought we would. No, as it turned out, but it was good, is what I'm saying. Right? Yes. <laughs> bitches uh, love a theme. Bitches love a theme. I don't know what we're gonna do for food next year, but we're gonna have to get a little more creative. Italy was kind of a layup. So. Yeah, it's true. Italy, Italy is a very easy catering theme. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that there is some good spoiler alert Ukrainian party food out there. Mm, okay. Um, Eastern Europeans do decent snackums. Okay. Um, I don't know any off the top of my head. I just know that from vibes on the internet. All right. But uh, <laughs> that that could go a lot of different directions. Still, it's a good one for Kirsty to be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll just give Kelsey the easy years. Give give me the Western European countries and you can take Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's not incorrect. It's not. I got Sweden locked down, though. <laughs> for, be- for better or worse. Worse probably being the answer. It's true. But anyway. Although they can offer us vodka, so there's that at least. I've got a, I've got some great cakes, but... Yeah. like Well, Sweden has thrown their hat in the ring. Ooh. Um there have been several countries, so again, oh, we can do a merger. Ukraine oh, won, <laughs> and there have been several countries that <laughs> have stepped up to offer their venues um, in yep. place of Ukraine in the event that they can't host. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And several of them, like the UK and Italy, have sort of said, like, we'd be happy to do it, like, here to help. And Sweden came in, like, too cool for school and was like, yeah, we could do it. We have lots of experience hosting Eurovision. God bless. <laughs> My people. Like, okay, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> this is a total gumball offshoot <laughs> but danny was telling me about an email he got from a an employee today who was complaining that the, the her screen for her computer was difficult to read and followed it up with i have excellent eyesight <laughs> weird flex but okay <laughs> same vibes same vibes <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We have lots of experience hosting Eurovision. <laughs> In what decade, Sweden? We are excellent hosts. <laughs> so, um, do we want to go in running order? Do you have general notes about the broadcast? What, where do we want to go? I have no notes. Literally none. So, I'm, I'm going on vibes. Going on vibes. <laughs> I think we should just, like, take a minute to reflect (laughs) that this was, like, a real Eurovision for the first time in two years. It felt right. Yes. It didn't feel like a COVID Eurovision. Correct. Um, The production was mess. Absolute mess. Hot mess express. (laughs) Like, the camera work was some of the worst we've ever seen. Unbelievable. Like, who in the control room had a fat finger and couldn't figure out which camera they were supposed to be switching to at any given moment? Uh, I've I've seen people do that in real time, and it's, like, it's a well, hard it job, was, but, like, It, like, felt so obvious, because you would get to a point in the song where it would make sense for there to be a cut, but yeah. then, like, suddenly you'd be, like looking at a camera that's like high up over the audience and turned fully away from the stage. And then in a panic, the camera would start to pan back to the stage and then it would cut away. There were also a lot of camera directions that felt, this is for one person probably, but felt like, like the tent sex in yeah. Outlander. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what angle exactly are we trying to achieve here? And also I don't even know where there's a plane of reality. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The other thing that they were doing that was driving me batty, like I've, um, a couple of times I've shown videos back to people. Um, and this is like really irritated me in doing so is there are like really repetitive shots where it almost looks like they like were practicing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they will they would, like, do a shot with someone's center frame where they'd start to zoom in, and then it would cut back, and they would zoom in again, and then it would cut back, and they would zoom in again. See, it felt like they were trying to do an art with that one in particular, and it just didn't work. But they did it with, like, multiple people. Yeah. Like, why? It felt like that's something that you would do if you had, like, an effects package that would do something weird with that, except or they just didn't lyric, have... Like, there or, like, was some kind happening. of cue... It was it was very jarring. Personally, I think that was one of the reasons why France scored so low, because they already had, like, 
they had very intentional chaos going on on the stage. And then the camera work was just like, what if we do new chaos? Yeah. What if we do a new kind of chaos that no one has done before? Right. Right. So that wasn't my fave. I think it was an okay mix of types of acts. I didn't feel like we had too much like metal. Yeah. Or the ballads were a little too much but that's been a trend for a couple of years, so at least I was prepared for it. I think um, we might be about to crest the ballads era. Yeah? Well, I mean, the, the people have spoken. We'll the, get the public that. this year said, no ballads. No ballads. So I hope we can continue to, like, make room for what's weird. Yeah. Because that's what we want. I what's think, weird or what's boppy. I think a lot of, like, really fun acts got cut that weren't necessarily, like the best acts like in retrospect i can appreciate why they didn't qualify but they would have just infused the overall broadcast yeah with like a little something that it was missing mm-hmm. um because there was sort of a lull in the middle there well there's like this balancing act and i don't it's like do you want this to be a pure genuine show about rewarding <laughs> songwriting mm-hmm. uh, and talent and speaking to communal hope or do you want it to be a good fun time for everyone that we talk about right right (laughs) because usually it's not going to be both no no i i appreciated that with acts like um lithuania like i think she's a genuinely talented singer and i think that was like a good song Mm -hmm. um but like did i need it in my good fun time no did I have fun while it was on? Not really. No. <laughs> Meh. Like, if I want that kind of a contest, there's other shows for that, is what I'm saying. Right. And we talked about this with Iceland, too. Like, it sounds like music I would listen to. Do I need it in my Eurovision? Like, right. It's, it's like my cool, fun road trip music. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that the like, vibe? I, you know? Yeah. So that's always a challenge and i don't think that they've fully understood like where they want to be there because they're letting in both but not to like a meaningful degree i guess to like say one way or another i also felt like there was a bigger gulf between the jury and the televote mm-hmm. than there you i don't know about usually that's probably a bold statement but then there sometimes is yeah it felt like the jury and the televote had like very different priorities this year well, like, I have an unpop- unpopular opinion, which, like, all credit to Ukraine, but, like, I don't feel like emotions, like, about the political spectrum should sway the song contest. <laughs> 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 they were not bad. No. I think they had the, like, unique Eurovision quality of bringing, like, your cultural mixed with your, like, modern yeah. and doing something weird and cool and unique. And that's fine. It fits the bill. I don't have complaints about it as an act. Yeah. <laughs> but was it the best, most fun thing we had all night? I don't know. Yeah, I've been going back and forth on this, too, because, like, personally, I feel like their act last year would have been a better winner. Like, that song, um, it's Shum by Goe. I love that song. I play it all the time. It's, like, my hype track. <laughs> Like, fuck me up, Forest Witch, let's do this. 
Oh I, boy. <laughs> I don't even recall it. You it's keep showing me pictures of that performance and I'm like, you, uh. you would absolutely remember it if you saw the video because it like broke you last year. Oh, okay. Um, but at any rate, I think it was a slightly better song. I think Kalush Orchestra is doing something cool and important. And I don't think there would have been the groundswell of support if what they were doing wasn't meaningful as like a musical act. Yeah. Like if they had sent a, a more middling act, I think it would have gotten a middling score with a lot of like spokespeople coming on TV and being like solidarity with Ukraine. And now our 12 points go to UK. I don't know. Yeah. I mean like UK wasn't the, the better choice, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like, it feels like anyone else going in, into it would have been like, I don't stand a chance because I'm not like the pity party. Yeah. Well, and that's been like a criticism. I think there's like a spectrum of belief about how much, not how much, but like the way in which the war has affected the perception of that song. Yeah. And there's some people who like are much more on the pity party side of it. And some people who like, I don't know, there's like a camp that believes that it's more like that the song just carries more weight because of it, but it's not actually a reflection of anything like whatever there's, you can spin it yeah. a million and a half different yeah. ways. Um, I'm not mad about it. I expected them to get second. I was certain that they would yeah. be like absolutely top five, but I did not think it was going to be a winner. Mm-mm. Um, So that was a little bit of a surprise, but good for them. And yeah. in fairness to them, like, Ukraine is the only country with a 100% qualification record. Like, they are, like, one of the more solid performers every year. Mm-hmm. The Ukrainians don't come to play, so. Yeah. It makes sense. It'll be interesting to see what <laughs> what next year brings. Yeah. Next year is going to be an important year mm-hmm. for a good many reasons. It would be, I would be interested in seeing, like, a a joint hosting on neutral, not neutral, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, there is apparently, like, somewhat of a history of that. Like, I, okay. somebody posted on Twitter, um, like, a section from Wikipedia of the years that the winning country didn't host. And I think that it was, like, five or six years. And in most of the cases, the winning country declined to host because of cost. Mm-hmm. And so another country, like, stepped up for whatever reason. Um, so it, like, has happened. I've seen a lot of different people, just, like, people on Twitter, not, like, you know, um, anyone involved in the EBU, uh, propose, like, a lot of different funding schemes or, like, maybe the big five split the cost or, like, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of different options. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. As of right now... The government of Ukraine is, like, insistent that they will be hosting. All right. Go for it. Good luck. I guess. I mean, the thing about it is that there are really stringent requirements for hosting. Yeah. Um, You have to have, because you have to have an arena of a certain size with a certain tech capability. You have to be able to host the Eurovision Village, which is, like, a temporary location that that has, like, 500,000 people who, like, come and hang out. Mm -hmm. Like... You have to be able to handle all of the press from everywhere. Right. And we'll see. 
We'll see. It would be great for them for a great many reasons if they could meet those <laughs> requirements. Um, are there any, like, acts that you want to talk about in detail? I feel like the whole rundown is going to be a lot because there are a lot of ballads that we can just yeah. pretend never happened. But If we, if we want to, like, just knock out ballad madness while we're at it, um... There was only one ballad that I think, like, really should have been there as far as sad boy ballads go. And it was Italy? No. Italy oh. was mess. Was that, like, the the two guys? Yeah. But they were, like, off pitch and off time the entire See, performance. Yeah, I was just watching the outfits, man. I'm, like, not, <laughs> not here to judge the pitch. It was, like, brutal it's... to listen to. Like, I've Yikes. only heard a snippet of that song, and this performance compared to, like, the snippet I've heard, I was like, yikes, oh, folks. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would have wondered if they were having technical issues, except that I've, like, read throughout the season that their rehearsals have been a disaster. <laughs> like, they've just Your been messed the whole time, so... <laughs> I think that's just how they roll. Then who deserved to be there? Um, I was going to say Australia. Okay. I liked the theatrics in that one. That's sort of where I was at. Like, I think he's a strong vocalist. And I think, like, he had an interesting costume and an interesting staging. And that moment where he takes off the mask, everybody in the room cheered. Yeah. Which was... That's what I want, though. Like, give me that shit. If yeah. you're going to insist on a ballad, give me stairs that move. Yeah. And give me a dramatic reveal. Like, come on. Yeah. So, yeah. I I felt bad. I felt like he deserved a little bit of a better score. But I think, unfortunately, mm. he was, like, sandwiched in with all the other sad boys, and they were all fighting for each other's points. Yeah. I imagine you've got a pretty finite percentage of the voting population that turns out for sad boys. And all the sad boys were lumped together. Unless you're Portugal that one time. <laughs> Portugal has been, like, bringing straight vibes the last several <laughs> years. <laughs> that was another situation where I was like, this singer is clearly talented and, like, she's doing an art and a storytelling was this Toilet Paper Girl? No, that was Armenia. This is the chick who's in the circle with a bunch of other ladies, and they're all singing a very chill song. Oh, it was like the fucking Heim, but... Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was one of the Heims. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um. Yeah, she was a good singer. It's a song she wrote about her grandfather. It's like a very heartwarming song. Did I need it in the first ten performances of Eurovision? No. Just, like, keep the vibes high. Yeah, right? All these ones are, like, just take you down. Yeah. We don't need a lot of down tempo. No. I could accept, like, one or two. Sometimes it's nice to have a breather, but I don't need it to be, like, a chill pop or whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. What else we got? Um, what else? I thought... Should we talk about UK and just, like, get that out of the way, too? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. How did you feel about that performance? It was fine. Like, I'm glad that people were happy about UK for Mm -hmm. once. (laughs) Like, that their, like, we got points chant was very funny. (laughs) Um, 
that guy seemed fine. Like, he was a nice guy. He appeared to be a nice guy. And then, like, that's fine. But, like, is it a song I need to keep listening to? No. 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 Which is, like, this is my biggest complaint about a lot of the songs in this year's lineup is that this song, the chorus contained a high note Mm -hmm. that... I mean, I think Sam Ryder is, like, a fine vocalist. I just don't know that, like, he should necessarily be quite in that register. Mm. I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Like, that is absolutely an unpopular opinion. I was just thrilled that they put someone out there, and they did this last year, too, but who was not, like, a woman in a dress standing in the middle of a room doing nothing. I feel so bad for, I think his name is James Newman, the guy who performed last last year. year. He was not bad last year. He was not bad, but I feel bad for him because he had to bear the brunt of getting zero points. And then this year, everyone's been so excited about Sam Ryder, which is like great, but they've all been like, he has such a wonderful attitude and he's the nicest guy and he's like so supportive of everyone else and he's just like a ray of sunshine and he's the hero that the UK needed. And I'm like, okay, but like James Newman did his best and was a very nice guy about the whole damn thing. James Newman was the King Charles. (laughs) Sam Ryder is the King William. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. Not to break my friends into this. (laughs) Just felt too real. Oh, no. Zero Um, points. Yeah, so... (laughs) Anyway, I... I wanted to like that song and I just like couldn't because the chorus drives me crazy. And there were like five or six other songs this year that had similar high notes and choruses where I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to listen to this on repeat. It's going to drive me crazy. I just generally don't need men to sing high notes. Yeah, it's true. Like don't falsetto. Just don't don't do it. It's It's funny because I'm like, I'm easy for a soprano. Like Mm -hmm. I don't mind a soprano. Some of them. Within reason. (laughs) But, like, yeah, once you start getting into that falsetto, I don't need it anymore. I don't need it. Nope. What else? Um, what else? I don't know. Um, Moldova gave us infrastructure. Moldova was fun. I liked that performance. They were the yeah. only performance that made use of the feature on the stage where, like, the little flaps come up, like Lamborghini yeah. doors or some shit. And there were screens on them or something. Yeah, like, there were. They were cool features that no one else wanted to use, which I was interesting. I feel like that stage was so overbuilt for the way that most acts used it. Yeah. There were so many acts that, like, didn't seem to understand proportionally, like, what they needed to do with the stage. It also seemed like there was a lack of the types of sets that we get a lot where it's like a house or yeah. like a big structure. Like we didn't have a lot of those types of things. That's true. We didn't. We didn't. Cornelia brought from Sweden brought her like giant orb thing that I don't really understand. There were a lot of orbs. A lot of orbs. Austria brought, yeah, like a big ring that they stood inside. Yeah. But yeah, there weren't set pieces really. No. There's a lot of people just standing in groupings. Um, There was an act from the semifinal that didn't qualify um, Stripper by Achille Laro, Mm -hmm. which I think of all the acts made the best use of the stage. Like San Marino just walked in there and was like, 
what can your stage do and can I have 10 of it? <laughs> and I wish, I, I don't think every act needed to be that chaotic, but I wish yeah. that more acts had gone that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was, was my little, biggest like... gripe about the Czech Republic is I think like they were fine, but they had a three member band and they had each band member set up as far away on each end of the stage as they could mm. with nothing in between them. Yeah. I was like, you guys just look really far away from each other. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from this setup right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like not as impressive as it could have been. Yeah. Um I know we had differing opinions about Serbia. Is that hand washing? Yeah. Get that shit out of here. No. <laughs> So I'm curious about this. It had a very mixed reaction in, at our watch party. But I so this is where I struggle to understand most people's Eurovision opinions, because the general sen- like sentiment is like, bring me your weird. Yeah. Serbia brought it. And it's they, a bop to boot. I didn't think it was a bop. I think that was my issue. Was I didn't like the song at all. In addition to it being weird, I didn't like the song. Ugh, I love that chorus. Mm-mm. Like, I don't, be weird, but at least uh, not that. <laughs> not that. Not that. I love that one. It's Bring not. me all of your avant-garde, weird, political protest shit. You always like the political protest I do. Songs. I do. I was born for protest music. <laughs> <laughs> all I could think about, because she washes her hands in the whole song, was like how dry her hands must be from practicing <laughs> that stupid thing. <laughs> so <laughs> true. She probably God. didn't use soap in all of the rehearsals. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I bet don't. she is probably tired of basins of water, though. Like, who is this for? <laughs> yeah, that was not for me. I don't ever need to hear that song again. Yeah. Well, too yeah. bad it's on the playlist. I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> Were there any other standouts for you? Or any other ones that you had, like... Um, give that wolf a banana. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that yet. My favorite. Okay, how could you like that, but not, not Serbia? Because they're completely different. One is a protest song about the healthcare system, and one is completely goofy, and they wear masks, and they have a good dance. <laughs> it's, like, it's just so interesting, because that's another one that has drawn really mixed opinions, where a lot of people are like, oh, I get it, like... You know, like, I think the fact that it's so, like, kitschy internet humor, like, rubs people the wrong way. I loved it. I loved it. I eat that shit up all the time. And it's because they did it, like, it was perfectly choreographed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they did it right, like, it has a dance you can do if you want to do the dance, (laughs) like... (laughs) Do it. I personally want to write, like, a thesis about, like, joke songs and parody and why I don't actually believe that Give That Wolf a Banana is one. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't. I believe that it is no less serious about its intentions in the contest than any other random, like, sexy bop. Mm. I think that they both have the same level of earnestness. I mean, I like it more for that, truly. Yeah. And I think it, like, is engaging in storytelling. 
But instead of, <laughs> instead of it being like, I don't know, whatever stupid stories people bring to like reality TV, it's trying to convince you to play the game with it. Why not? We are wolves from outer space and we're going to eat your grandma. Come play with me. That's yeah. what Norway said this year. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That song I, it's been in my head for days. I yeah. love it. I was singing it last night and my kid finally looks at me and goes, what's that song you're singing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's a good song, okay? Oh my god. My husband actually had the audacity to not be impressed by that song. Well, he's incorrect. The same man who is still playing What Does the Fox Say? The same man who attended a Weird Al concert in the last week. (laughs) False. False. He's just, this is like when he said he didn't like what we do in the shadows. That's true. It's just a protest if fun. He, if he'd found it on his own, he would have loved it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, I don't know. What else? What else? I feel bad for Germany. Because they got zero points. They got three points. I don't even remember that one. Um, That was the guy wearing the t-shirt on a stage full of oh. unused instruments. People didn't like him because he's... <laughs> There were two Americans. I feel like that goes against you in this I think that's game. probably true. I think that's true. Um, I think, like, it's a fine song on its own. Like, if it was a radio song, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't be mad about it. what it. is it bringing to Eurovision? Well, what's it bringing to Eurovision? And I feel like they were, like, trying to do an art by having it be this really stripped-down performance where he's wearing, like, a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, because Eurovision's supposed to be, like, a spectacle. Right. But I think there's a way to do strip down that isn't just like I'm standing on the Eurovision stage wearing a t-shirt and like I I don't think he did it. Yeah. Agreed. But I still feel bad when artists don't do super well. <laughs> I mean someone's got to come in last, but it'd be nice if they came in last. Yeah. With slightly more points. I Unless do you're feel Switzerland. Like we We lacked some like good boy bands this year. Mhm. I would agree with that. Um, there weren't any, like, youths in Hawaiian shirts mm-hmm. talking about skateboarding in Venice, California, or whatever. So. <laughs> no. Um, and no, like, boy bands in leather jackets running on treadmills. Mm-mm. None of that. None of that. Um, nor- was it not Norway? Who had the balloon? They were weird. Finland. Mm. I did not like that performance at all in the semifinal, and then I- I actually, like, got a kick out of it in the grand final. That was, like, a fun weird. I was okay with that. Like, it was like... one that was never gonna win, and no. I was, like, great. <laughs> I felt like the staging was, like, really ambitious. And, like, in the semifinal, at least, I felt like the staging was doing a lot of heavy lifting for the song itself. Because, like, the mm-hmm. lead singer is not, like, much of a vocalist. Yeah. Um, And in both performances, he just, like, seemed really nervous. Mm. Um, and, like, definitely missed a couple notes because of it. But the staging was, like, super cool and weird. Yeah. But I I felt like I didn't get it at first. <laughs> Took me a couple tries. Um, I'm trying to think of if anyone else was, like, stood out. Spain slapped. Yep. 
It was no Fuego, though. It was cl- it was close. It was really trying to be this year's Fuego. Yeah. It was this year's Fuego. It was like... this year's Fuego, for sure. She's an incredible dancer. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, this... Every time I hear a clip of the song, I remember it, but I can't, like, bring it to mind on my own, but I can, like, picture the choreography. Yeah. I didn't mind Sweden. Yeah. I like that song, I think. I don't really understand what they were doing with the stage or not doing or not doing like i don't really get the green and red orb yeah she performed with that exact orb in her national final so it like came with her to eurovision and everyone was like very excited about it and like i don't get it i don't know also she's incredibly talented Mm -hmm. and has a very unique voice but the whole performance felt like i just got this like vibe off of her like it was too easy for her yeah not just like she was effortless but like she wasn't trying it felt like a little bit of a like i'm too good to be here kind of situation but i i think i would like her to do a different performance with a different song yeah yeah I didn't think it, it was, was bad. Fine. Like I, it and was it fine. was expected to be like in the top five, so she placed like kind of where people thought she would, and mm-hmm. you know, she seems like a lovely person, <laughs> and she's a prolific artist. Like she's a writer for various K-pop bands, and she's written for Eurovision performers before. Mm. It's her first time um, performing something herself. Gotcha. But yeah, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um there are any answers that we hated any that we hated um i did not like belgium i wanted to that artist seems like he's got something interesting but i just could not get behind that song who was belgium um it's called miss you I was a singer in a gray suit, I believe, and he had, like, four backup dancers, and I did not understand what the backup dancers had to do with the song. Like, the it felt very disjointed. Was that the one who had the dancers that kept running into him? No, that was Poland. Okay. <laughs> the Dementor dancers? Yeah. Yeah, that was Poland. Okay. Yeah. They ran into him twice. Hard to twice. keep all these, these <laughs> men and their dancers. Twice. And I was, it was in a group chat at the same time as this party. And I was like, I said in the chat, like, did his dancers just miss their marks and run into him? And someone was like, maybe they didn't miss. <laughs> yeah. Also, why are, this is not the first song in the last several years that has had backup dancers that look like Dementors. No, this is, like, a thing. Why is this a thing right now? You know what, though? Like, where are the people with the horse heads? Like, yes. we used to get weird shit, and now we're just getting, like, medium weird shit. I like, know. Like, go all the way. Come on. Go all the way. I, yeah. I've seen a lot of chatter about, like, authenticity and what, like, how much we need authenticity in the contest, and I'm like, yes. Do we? If by what you if what you mean by that is like an element of something <laughs> if by authenticity you mean like a, a soloist singing on the stage eh. Ugh, but if what so you mean boring. by that is horse heads and yep. wolves from the moon yeah then great i'm there yeah 
Let's do it. Let's do that. (laughs) If if what you mean by that is Fallen Angel. (laughs) Fallen Angel. I want to create, like, a compilation that's, like, the best weird Eurovision performances just to try to explain what I mean. Yeah. Like, like my Eurovision mood board. My Eurovision mood board would be Yodelit, Fallen (laughs) Angel. Yep. The Australia on the Sticks. Zero Gravity. Yep. Uh, Higher Ground. Higher Higher Ground. ground. (laughs) Was it you that I was saying this weekend that Higher Ground is like the ultimate empowerment anthem and it doesn't get enough credit? Yes. Yeah. And the backpack song. That would be in there. Oh, Lie to Me. Yep. Like, those all bring something. They all bring something. And they're all different. Like, weird isn't just one thing. No. But it like, can be any genre. It just has to be weird. Moldova. I think Australia proved that with the ballad. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Well, and Moldova proved it, too, because they got all this attention for being this, like, high-energy, quirky, like, fun act. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, a serious song with, like, meaningful lyrics that, like, have a whole story about geopolitics. I will tell you, I do not care about the lyrics and I never will. (laughs) I do occasionally. That's not what I'm here for. I do. I do like if it's tied to the performance in some way, but like, I don't hold it against like your club bangers or whatever. So the, like I eat vegetables one is that like the lyrics are important there. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'm still so mad that they didn't qualify. That is upsetting. I'm mad they were they... on John Oliver this week, though. So they were. <laughs> There's that. I'm mad that they didn't qualify because I think they were just so much fun and they were clearly having fun. Mm-hmm. They were so happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm mad that Norway keeps getting called a joke song, but that song wasn't. Nobody accused Eat Your Salad of being a joke song. And I'm like, I'm sorry. The opening lines are every day I eat salad and pussy. I like them both fresh. I like them both juicy. And you're trying to tell me that that's not a joke somehow? (laughs) I mean, it's not a joke. I'm happy for them. Those are important sentiments to put out in the world. I'm just saying. That was literally written by someone who still draws dicks (laughs) regularly. question (laughs) (laughs) yes so anyway justice for Latvia yeah that Um, was a missed opportunity for us I love that song I will love that song forever (laughs) (laughs) being green is hot being green is cool like that one and the wolf one both used text on screen yes. as like a mechanism to just be like are you sh- you're hearing what you think you're hearing like, <laughs> just in case you missed it yeah yeah they were, they were so fun yeah yeah so like all in all a decent showing the jury said no fun and no sex and the public said no ballads Yep. And so that's going to be a real thing to reconcile for next year. <laughs> because if if those three things are excluded based on shared sentiment, then that's like half the competition. Yeah. They just need to go back like a 
I feel like three years ago and like five years ago, mm-hmm. we had better shows than in the past couple years. Yeah. But this was not as bad as last year. No. And I think this was like a good show for first timers because it had like a little bit of weird and it had a little bit of fun and it had like a lot of sort of more normal stuff. Which I think mm-hmm. sometimes Eurovision can be really overwhelming for first timers because it's a marathon. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun. I'm not here to see American Idol Eurovision. I'm just I not. I'm with you. But you gotta I make do. it approachable for the casual viewer. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 I agree with you. Waterloo was not approachable for the casual viewer, okay? <laughs> Genghis Khan was not. Genghis Khan. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, if you want to talk about weird, we need the 70s era. Yeah, to bring be, that back. Like, we need the 70s renaissance, but in the modern Eurovision context. Mm-hmm. I don't think the world is ready for that, frankly. I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be eagerly awaiting news for next year. Mm-hmm. We're in a little bit of the dead zone now for the Eurovision season. <laughs> this is now just the time when Eurovision Twitter sits Hello. on its hands and like Googles indoor arenas in different countries and argues over jury votes. I mean, you have fun with those, those <laughs> that corner of the internet, because that's where I dip out. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. That's that. Um, yeah, it was good. I'm excited for next year. Yeah. Well, I'm not done talking about Eurovision yet, so if you have more that you want to tell us about Eurovision, <laughs> where can you where can they find us? <laughs> They can find us on Twitter at HateWatchWithUs or email us at HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. They can leave us a five-star review and tell us which Eurovision performance was their favorite uh, on Apple Podcasts. Or they, you, um, can use the comment function on our website, HateWatchWithUs.com. Or contact, unclear, there's a button on there that supposedly goes to our inbox. Yeah, I haven't checked our inbox in like a real minute, huh? No one's talking to us. No one's talking to us. Um, oh, if you if you happen to be watching Everwood on HBO Max, you can find our other podcast, the Everwood Pinecast, um, wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, which will be coming back at some point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Season three, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you need some podcasts, um, because we haven't put any out recently, (laughs) you can find our friends over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network. They're a network of podcasts of which we are a part, and you can find them at Thought Bubble Audio FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You can send them an email at thoughtbubbleaudio.gmail.com. And they have a Patreon if you would like to support the infrastructure that keeps our podcast chugging along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we will be back at some point soon. Shortly. With 
our Outlander recap because we owe you that too. And then we we're going to see where the wind takes us. Yeah, we had a content plan and we will follow part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Under promise over deliver, baby. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I have some Orana news. I can't locate the recording window. I found it. I found it.